My name is Lauren and I'm one of the missionaries in Long Beach. The invitation this morning is to listen, to deeply listen with all of our hearts to God and to our neighbors. I don't know if you heard or saw the message from Pope Francis this week when he was praying for George Floyd and he addressed not only Catholics in the U.S., but he was addressing everyone here in the U.S. He's very much aware of what is going on in our nation right now. And he said, we cannot tolerate or turn a blind eye to racism and exclusion and claim to defend the sacredness of every human life. John Paul II said the same thing on his last pastoral visit to the U.S. He said that we must eradicate every form of racism in order to be unconditionally pro-life. Racism is not only a sin, but it's a life issue. And Father Brian Massingale, he's a um, theologian, professor at Fordham. He says, quote, Ahmed Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and the many black and brown victims of COVID-19 prove it. It is way past time for Catholics to become unconditionally pro-life, end quote. Our hunger and thirst for justice will only be stirred when we take seriously the cries of our brothers and sisters, when we deeply listen to the pain of the other not to brush it off or to minimize what we don't understand. When Jesus was asked by a scribe, what was the most important of all the commandments? He replied, this is the first. Listen, Israel. The Lord our God is the one Lord. And you must love your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. This is the Shema. Hear, O Israel. This prayer, would it, it serves as the centerpiece of morning and evening Jewish prayer services. The Shema is considered to be the most important part of the prayer service. And this would have been the prayer that Jesus would have prayed twice a day, the first words that he would have said each day, listen, Israel. And it's in any relationship, we come to know the other through active listening. We're called to love God and our neighbor, and it begins with deep listening. Jesus continues in his response. He says, the second is this, you must love your neighbor as yourself. This, there is no commandment greater than these. We're called to listen with all of who we are, heart, soul, mind, strength, everything. I remember when I was beginning to study Spanish when I was in second grade. I didn't get very far then. <laughs> but I remember the teacher saying to us, if you want to learn a new language, you must love the people. In the same way that we learn a new language, it begins first through listening. 
And so we take another step in love towards God and our neighbors through listening. In my prayer, I understood God to say in my heart, I hear the cries of my people. Do you? Listen, suffer with, cry together. Compassion is born through touching the grief of the other. Compassion moves us to love and into action. And so our hearts, they break open in order to make space for God and others to dwell at the center. I really loved praying with Psalm 85. It's really this beautiful prayer for justice and peace. And so as the psalmist says, he begins by first acknowledging sin. And then he goes on to say to God, will you not give us life again for your people to rejoice in you? God, show us your love. Grant us your saving help. I am listening, he says, the psalmist. And I think that that can be our attitude in prayer this morning, the way that we begin our prayer, to say to God, I am listening. And then, he, then the psalmist continues. He writes, what is God saying? What God is saying means peace, peace for God's people and for God's friends. So what is God saying to us this morning? He continues that God, yes, means peace. If only they renounce their folly. We must admit and renounce our sin. We must examine our blind spots, the times we've remained silent or complacent to societal assumption that black lives don't matter as much as white lives. To confront, for example, like it or not, that I personally benefit from white privilege and I have a head start and that we are running in a race that is socially unengineered to be unfair. We must address systemic racism. I remember when I was in South America, I was with two of my community members. It was on New Year's Eve and we were walking through uh, Quito, through one of uh, the parks. And I remember we were stopped by a police officer I was with one of my community members who was from Mexico and another one who was Ecuadorian. And he, he said to me directly, uh, do you need help? And we looked at each other and we laughed, like, why would we need help? We're just walking through the park together. And then um, one of my community members said to the officer, oh, she's with us. And then he, he kind of smiled but then he turned to me again and he said no really but if you need anything I'll be right here and so we we laughed it off but he he assumed he had the presumption that he couldn't he couldn't even imagine that we were friends that we were a part of the same community and I think what really impacted me the most was that I experienced that people even outside of not only it's not just in this country that racism exists but 
people with lighter colored skin all over the world benefit from this privilege. We were a part of the same community and I think it is so important for us to keep coming together and building the kingdom of God even though it is completely unexpected, even though it may be difficult to imagine. But when we listen and we confront our reality, we can create something new. We can create something beautiful. And the kingdom of God begins in our hearts. And when we begin by listening, that's when God begins to create. And we experience as the psalmist experienced in his heart or her heart, Love and loyalty now meet. Justice and peace now kiss. Loyalty reaches up from earth and justice leans down from heaven. So again, the invitation this morning is to deeply listen with all of our hearts to God and to our neighbors. And may we have the courage to honestly examine ourselves, our complicity, May we value the lives of our neighbors and attentively listen to grief and pain of the African-American community. May we allow this deep listening to move us into action, to allow compassion to break our hearts open. And may we look past individual racist acts and look so that we can confront racist structures and institutions And finally, may we follow the greatest commandment to love God and one another with all of who we are. And may we continue to believe in the reality of the kingdom of God and that it begins in our own hearts.